Hello, and welcome to Journey With Us, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Meet Our Members, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church. Today, I'll be interviewing Dayton Hendricks about his recent conversion to Christ, uh, his recent decision to follow the Lord. Dayton, why don't, uh, before we get into our questions, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? How old are you? Where do you go to school? Kind of your background. I'm um, 13, will be 14, turning August. Uh, I go to Truman Middle School in the seventh, seventh grade, be turning eighth grade next year. I'm currently in foster care living with the McMillans. I usually, when it's in season, I wrestle and I play football. I'm also a boxer. I like to occasionally mow yards for extra money. That's great. Thank you, Dayton. We're going to be talking about how you came to Christ in this interview. So to start us off, I'm going to ask the question, what does it mean to be a Christian? I think it's it's more of so you've like come to know that God is your Lord and Savior and He has died for on the cross for our, for your sins and that you doesn't matter how bad you have been or how bad you are you can always repent and believe that's awesome yeah that that is exactly right um what what does it mean to repent to repent it's more of like to confess that you have sinned and to try to turn away from it what do we believe in as christians we believe that God had sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so that once we die, we'd have eternal life. Absolutely. Um, and of course, I know you know that that eternal life starts now here on earth um, and that after we have received forgiveness and believed these things, we follow Jesus for the rest of our lives. And so what does it mean to follow Jesus? I think to follow Jesus, it means that you stay in his word and obey his commands so that everybody sins and that's a normal thing, but you could try to like kind of have that die down. Yeah, that's awesome, Dayton. And the reason I start with those questions before we get into your personal testimony is because I just think it's good for our listeners to hear the the common confession of faith that um, our members share. And especially in your testimonies, we're talking about your conversion, you're coming to Christ, uh, we want to know what it is that you've come to, that what have you come to know, what did it mean for you to repent and believe, and so thank you for just answering those kind of questions for me. Um, so when did you become a Christian? How did that happen? So I think ever since I had got put into foster care, I was a little, I was a little emotional about it, so then we started, I had started coming to church with the McMillans, and we know Jacob's the lead pastor, so after so many sermons I had I had started to really because I had gone to church before I had gotten put into foster care but at one point I just stopped going and since a few sermons and whatnot I kind of started to believe again and it was really I think the sermons were really powerful it really kind of what not necessarily won me over but like helped me get back on track I definitely understand what you mean. I mean, I think it is appropriate to say, like, won you over. Yeah, like, to, it, it helps remind you of these things that you might have known from when you were younger, but it, it now is becoming more real to you and more of more understanding in your heart rather than your head. So um, at what point did you finally decide, okay, I need to confess Christ before the church and come forward and, and be obedient to baptism and to join the church and... The next steps of, of public proclamation? I think when I made the decision was more of so 
I had a, I had, like I said, I had been listening to the sermons closely, and I, one day I felt like I had really, I understand it at all, and I wanted, I wanted to lock in, make sure that I knew that I would have a better life after death. So I think after I knew, known all that, I, me and Jacob and everybody else, we had had a talk, and eventually we, he brought me in front of the church, and I confessed and everything. What was your life like before? proclaiming Christ. What was your life like before you came forward as a Christian publicly? I think I was, before I had became Christian publicly, before I had came forward, I was more so, I was kind of quiet to people I didn't know, and I was like, I had known who God was and what he had done for me, but I was just, I was a little nervous to have said it out loud. I think that my life before that was it wasn't the greatest. I, f- I was getting in trouble at school and everything, and eventually I had just stopped at one point, and I had come in forward and confessed. So along with what was life like before you were a Christian, a lot of your testimony is tied to your entrance into the McMillan household, um, into the church, and being exposed to these things again and again. What was your life like before entering foster care? I'd say it, it wasn't the greatest. I had... um. My, well, as a young child, I was probably two months old. My biological father had went to prison for 12 years, and my parents were both drug addicts, so eventually my grandma had ended up getting guardianship of me. Going on so, like, so forth to the, that point, I was, I was doing good in school, and I had an incredible parental figure. He was my grandpa. He ended up actually dying one day at the age of 64. He had a heart attack in his sleep. Well, I mean, I did a good about a couple years after that. And since I turned 11, probably, I had started running away, hanging out with the wrong people, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, and just doing stupid stuff. And what has your life like been since entering the McMillan's house, since, since foster care? I think it's really been, it's, been a dramatic change that I'm it's the fact that I can't do that stuff and it breaks habits that if you don't do something for so long I feel like it was really it helped me a lot that I wasn't around any of that anymore and I just think it helped me a lot to be able to grow from that point and what is life like what has life been like since coming forward and accepting Christ? I think a lot of opportunities have brightened up for me, and I, I've definitely changed. I'm, I haven't gotten in trouble for a while. I've definitely tried harder to be obedient and in his word and so on. I've definitely tried more, and I could proclaim that I'm a follower of Jesus. That's great. Um, what is one thing that you really enjoy about being a Christian? I think it's really, it's that knowing that I am a, I have a place in heaven for when I, when I die and just the attitudes I get and stuff and the feelings I get when I'm reading my Bible when I'm at church. Have you had any opportunities to share your faith with friends or family? I I probably have a few time a few times I haven't there I'm not saying that I have I have tried to tried a few times to get my grandmother to come to church but she had worked nights 
so she doesn't really have much time. What is maybe one or two other things that you want people to know about your story, your testimony, what it means to be a Christian, just anything? I say that it's never too late nor too early to confess and be good in the Lord and follow that God loves God loves you even if you're man, woman, child, even if you've killed somebody, he, if you repent and believe, he will stand in his word and love you. Yeah, and I, I love how you said that of not only is it never too late, but it's never too early. I mean, I, I didn't become a Christian until I was 18 going on 19. And so for you as a 13-year-old, now you get to traverse high school as a follower of Christ. You get to um, reach all of your friends with the gospel. You get to be a witness to them in opportunities that even I never got to experience. And so I, I really like that statement. I think you should hold on to that to your friends of, you know, it's never too early. A lot of times what we hear is, uh, you know, it'll be there when I need it, or maybe when I'm older, or maybe when the time's right. And so just that, that is a really good word, Dayton, that it is never too early to be a Christian. Thank you for that. Dayton, as we wrap up, maybe just one more question for our listeners to get to know you more as an individual. What's next for you? What, what do you look forward to about high school? What might you think you want to do after you graduate? I think I've, I've leaned toward, I'm, I've looked at multiple different paths. But uh, while I'm in high school, I'd like to get a job and have a good source of income to pay for my own things. I won't have to have my parents pay for it. And after high school, I've looked into different career paths such as welding, metal bending, and other things like that. I've also thought of being trying to become a professional boxer, but I think I'm I've right now I'm leaning towards more of a, a metal bender. Something I was talking about with you just the other day was that again, just like I wasn't a Christian at your age, I wasn't working at your age. And so just the the discipline and motivation you have to better yourself is is very admirable, um, not only for your age, but for anyone. And so, well, Dayton, thank you so much for coming on Meet Our Members. Thank you for sharing your testimony. And I know it will be an encouragement for all who hear it. And um, just as I have been encouraged watching you grow in the Lord, um, getting to read the Bible with you, getting to worship with you on Sundays at church. And so we'll go ahead and sign off. And this was another episode of Meet Our Members, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church.